Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name's Mike. That's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Joe lives in LA. We've been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up. Yes, we do, right, Mike Joe? Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week. Without fail, we never miss a week. Yeah. Hello, uglies, as they say in the chat room. Yeah. We are at Mixler.com slash Afterthought Media, M-I-X-L-R.com slash Afterthought Media, because it's 9 a.m. on a Sunday morning, mm-hmm. and that's what we do. Yeah, it's Every early. morning it's Sunday at 9, right? I'm still in my pajamas and yeah. uh, just, you know, sleepy-eyed. What do you call those little <laughs> sand the sand in your eyes? What Do you have a special name? Everyone has different names for it. Sleep. We always called it sleep. Oh. So there's sleep in your eye. What did you guys call it? Like eye boogers, right? Yeah, like eye boogers and something like that. Yeah. Hmm. So, is my audio way louder than yours, or do I? Just Are we lump- starting this shit again? Are we starting this shit again? Here's why I'm saying this: is everybody in the chat room, everyone I see there. They are all veterans of this, and I'm gonna say this once, and I'm gonna say it one more time. I did not have <laughs> sex with that woman. <laughs> Also, I'm going to say... You're seriously flipping your lid about something that hasn't happened, but go on. No, because... Did someone bring it up in the chat room? No, you're losing your fucking mind, Joey. Nobody brought it up. I just feel louder. I feel louder than you. That's all. Just the other day, someone was like... Uh, Taylor sounds louder than Joe, and I was like, oh, I have to go through. I'm going to put a fucking. I hope. I wish I let you pin things on Mixler, mm. where on Mixler the other person always sounds louder than I do, and okay. it settles. It evens out when we record. Okay. Recording. Okay. It's like in my ears. I just sound louder. That's all. Oh. So I just wanted to be cautious because I didn't want to put out bad audio, Joey. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you? I'm doing very well, doing very well. Uh, you know, we had my dad's birthday yesterday, and I made a pastel, as you say mm-hmm. in Spanish, or if you are an East LA ghetto Mexican, keki, because they just make up words that don't make any sense. And so, okay, yeah. But how are you? Um, I'm good. I uh, I'm still recovering from getting mugged. Like oh, that's, that's right. Yeah. Like I like I'll be fine, but like. I don't know. Do you look around like every I, corner now and you're like, hmm. Well, like, I, we're not even joking. It's weird, but like groups of teenagers are kind of giving me the creeps, you know? Uh-huh. Um, and just like a little on edge when I'm kind of walking. Um, I don't know, which is expected. I'll get through it. It's not anything like unexpected or weird. Mm-hmm. And I'm very aware when it's happening that it's a weird thing that's happening. Mm-hmm. Um but that happened, and then I oh I also wanted to tell you, um, uh, a while ago, yeah, maybe like a month ago, a reporter from the San Francisco Chronicle reached out and fr- um via Twitter, mm-hmm. and she was like, "Hey, I'm writing this story about insulin and whatever," and so we talked a couple times, and then they sent a a photographer to my house, yeah, to, to take pictures of me, kind of like doing insulin stuff, yeah. And he got like nice shots in the backyard. He's like against the lemon tree, and it was like pretty and nice and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, 
the reporter messaged me yesterday, and she's like, "Hey, the article's going to be in the Sunday edition." Wow. Oh, by the way, I should go. I should pick one up too. Wouldn't that be? I should keep one. Yeah, of course. You um, she's like, "It's going to be in the Sunday edition." So I click the click into the paper to find it, mm-hmm. and it's. <laughs> It's a, I mean, the picture's nice. Have you seen it, Joey? Yeah, I've seen it. You're being so self-conscious about nothing. You look fine. Joey, it's like a full-on belly roll in my hand, though. No, but you're pinching it so you can give yourself a shot. It's not like you're just like... like I'm, I'm looking at my belly roll right now. It has a whole other personality. Yeah, but would you put it in a newspaper? Like, would you feel good about that? Do you know what I mean? It's just weird. I go out in public with it. I don't know, Joey. It's weird. And, like, the back of the pants. I don't know. I feel like these are all things that I really avoid showing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I tuck in a shirt because I don't like how that looks right there. Mm-hmm. Like, those – the exact spots that are kind of, like, in the center of the shot, mm-hmm. the focal point, really. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but the article is nice. I mean, she doesn't spend tons of time on kind of my my portion of the story anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it's nice. Um, so that happened. And everyone listening, you know, everyone in the chat room is giving Mike all of the praise that he deserves in the chat room. He's getting love in the chat room. So if you're, if you're, so Mike, you're fine. You look great. Now I do want to bring something up with you though, is you just reminded me, I want to say two things actually. What quick one is I forgot to mention this, uh, last week during the Disneyland story. And then we're going to come back to you is, you know, remember that? Famous story about San Francisco, and I was with Adam Vaught, and the lift picked me up, and it, it, it I thought it was, we were in a Chevy Volt, and it was me and this other fat, the fat guy, the driver was a fat guy, yes. and the Revolt, right? Revolt, Revolt. Revolt, yeah. Classic joke that I th- still hold to, it'd be funny, right? Mm, okay. So, I'm at Disneyland now with Adam Vaught, John Paul, and their two friends, Okay. One of them is uh, the engineer for a very popular gay podcast, okay? And we're all at Disneyland, and Evil John didn't go because he was having a tantrum. Uh, if you want any more information on that, show up live, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, so, but, so we were talking about that, and John Paul said, I don't know if he took his Adderall, Right. Sure. And, and I said, and I said, hold on here for a second, right? And I said, maybe they accidentally prescribed him Matterall. And Adam was like, oh, God. Ryan, yeah. the other guy, was like laughing hysterically, thought it was so funny. I am going to hold, I'm telling you, I still hold to that that was a funny joke. Matterall instead of Adderall? I mean, it's funny, but it's like Reader's Digest funny, you know. I didn't say I didn't say what kind of funny it was. I just said it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Now back I to think you. You're better than that. I saw your Twitter this week. Yeah. And I was talking about a particular post that I think you actually liked. I don't think it was the post originated with you. Maybe it did though. And I was sharing it with uh, one Taylor the Latte Boy, who with whom I host another show called RuPaul's Drag Race Recap. Okay. Yeah. And the subject of this Twitter post was. That something I, I wrote? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Oh God, I don't, you'll 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 know what it is. So you'll be able to tell me if you wrote it, if you commented, you liked. I can't remember. Okay. But something about how people who make jokes about diabetes and how they're going to get diabetes if they have cake or something like that is really offensive. You know. Hmm. Do you remember this post? Can you explain? Give me context here. 
No. I'd have to go look. I, 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 yeah. I, go ahead. I don't know exactly what which one you're ta- what you're talking about or the context exactly, which I think the context is going to shape this because it's because what you're saying doesn't sound like something I would say. Okay, I sent it so to Taylor. The actual context probably is. Yeah, I sent it to Taylor. I'm, pu- I'm pulling up my uh, text messages now. But anyway, I told Taylor I was like, "Oh shit, we are in so much trouble." Because <laughs> I would say those kinds. Oh, here it is. Uh, you wrote a one. I'd say the most frequent misconception is the might get diabetes joke when people talk about their own bad oh, choices uh, and claim it'll give them hashtag diabetes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, w- that was part of a Twitter chat, so it was like an answer to a question that somebody asked. Oh, okay. And I was like, oh my god, we are Which so is also, trouble. how ugly is the way that you, you frame that? Like, w- like, read it again. Where does it say that I'm so offended at people? I don't know. It seems weird. Well, you know <laughs> what? You know now. where? You know what? You know where? I will say this: where I say it comes from is then the people in in the response. You know, the Mike Lawson Lady Brigade. They come all in and they're like, "Oh, I hate that one." Ooh, mm-hmm. this makes me so mad. I actually had a couple of customers, blah 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 blah, and then another person wrote "grr." So I guess that helped color my interpretation of that Twitter post. Yeah. I think this is sort of, I mean, I I understand that it's like a public Twitter space, but it's like part of a Twitter chat where we were kind of talking to one another. So (laughs) I don't not butt out, but like, wasn't talking to you. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like those responses weren't to you either. And I I don't read it the way you read it. And I think that they were talking to me. They literally said, grr, that makes me so mad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm saying I'm not I don't read it the way that you're reading it like and they weren't talking to you so like it's a it's I don't know if you but you made you the point talk- but you made the point it's a public forum Sure but it was a private chat we're talking to one another we're adding one another we're not I don't know Anyway the point was Taylor and I were like oh we are in so much trouble cuz that's like literally 40% of our jokes is but do you do you now? Let me ask you this question: Is there a, a thing that it's not? And it's not that I'm offended. It's that I just judge this like kind of like stupidity or like ignorance or like intentional ignorance a lot of times of it. And so like it's a judgment on, on you. It's not so much that like my feelings are hurt. I'm I I'm not the one that's ignorant. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So and that's all. And a lot of times it's like such an easy joke too. Like it's hacky material when you do it. You're better than that. What? Okay. What? I'm better than that? So, okay. So here's the first story. Wait, wait, was your was your newspaper article your story or did I? Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, oh God, there's so much to unpack literally on this story. Okay. So, of all four members of my original family, not including my nieces and my sister-in-law, my brother, myself, my parents, no one is more about other people's birthdays and his own birthday than my dad, right? Which, if you ever met him, you would think he would be the least concerned with his yeah. birthday, right? And, like, a lot of times your dad's is a, lo- is a lot like my dad, and my dad is not about his birthday. Oh, no, no. Well, my dad, my dad on the surface goes, I don't care about my birthday. I don't, yeah. I don't care, right? But meanwhile, of all the birthdays, it's the one that we have the most birthday parties for. Like, it's a whole drama, multiple gifts. It's like a whole thing, right? Sure. 
mostly between my mom and my dad. And it's the weirdness. And that's what this story is about. It's the weirdness between them about gifts and birthdays and everything, right? So, um, so anyway, so week a couple of weeks ago, actually, a week or two ago, my they were talking about how my dad was like, they saw this patio furniture set at Costco that they really liked, right? And it was pretty expensive. And my mom's like, well, you know, your birthday is coming up. Maybe we should get it for your birthday. My dad, oh, that's a good idea, right? Mm-hmm. So I was gone all week. I don't know where I was, but I come home and there's like giant, Mike, giant cardboard boxes, empty cardboard boxes, but like in the back of my dad's truck, but like empty. He's already, they've already set the patio furniture up, right? And there are these empty cardboard boxes. And my dad recently, maybe in the past week or two, broke his toe. Okay. okay. So now he's like on a boot and stuff like that, right? So my dad was complaining, going like, oh man, nah, I broke my toe. And I got to cut up all those boxes. Again, my dad has made up thing. You have to cut up boxes in little pieces for the garbage man. He's like, I have to cut up all the boxes, man, for the garbage man. This is, oh, so many boxes, so much waste. And it, it, I will say, for someone who wants to cut up boxes, the truck was packed. Mike Lawson, packed with boxes. Okay? Mm-hmm. Giant boxes. So he's like, oh, I don't want to throw him so mad. You know, before the trash comes, I want to get it out of here. So whatever. So then my dad, for some reason, has to park his truck next to the next door neighbor's house, right? Alton. Alt- Alton of Alton and Gloria. Right? And they're, they're really good friends. In fact, last night, my dad said Alton was his best friend. Okay? <laughs> Parks next to Alton. I drive by. And I go, oh, all the boxes. My dad did it. All the boxes are gone. Right? So I go inside. Mm-hmm. I go, oh, you, all the boxes are gone? You're not going to believe this. Can you believe Alton took all the boxes? Because he's painting his motorhome and he wants to use it to catch paint. And I was like, oh, good. Win win. No, can yeah. you believe that? He just took the box out of my truck. Oh. <laughs> and he was mad he's... because. Did he the... not ask, though? He told me that. Yeah, he's all. Oh. When he asked my dad, what are you going to do with the boxes? My dad, my dad didn't pass it all. I got to throw them away. And then he. Wait, but, but, but they're then, like offended? Yeah, my dad was offended. Huh. Yeah. Your parents are weird. What? What's the reason? He said it was a public street, but it was a private truck. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing. Okay. So moving on, right? Wait, I don't get it. <laughs> about the Twitter, the public oh. forum. Anyway, so so then now my mom, my mom comes to me. Right, my dad goes to the bathroom or something. She goes, this is a few days ago, this is last week. And she goes, Joey, Joey, I need your help. And I go, what? About your dad's birthday present. And I go, you already got him the, the furniture. No, 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 that's, that, I've tricked him. That's a fake birthday present. He's been wanting, he's been hinting that he wants these certain speakers for the backyard, these outdoor audio speakers. I'm like, okay. I go, do you know which ones? She goes, no, but let me go look through his iPad, right? <laughs> no, she turned on the iPad. The speakers are like, if the Amazon is open to the speakers, <laughs> right? And I go, okay, well, I'll just order it. Click, click. I go, you know he's going to get an email that says you bought these speakers, right? She goes, he's not going to pay attention, right? So okay. I buy them, right? Couple, mm-hmm. I forget about it. Couple of days go by. 
I'm sitting there. My dad goes, okay, I ordered books for undergrad prep. And he goes, did you guys order some books for undergrad prep? And I go, yeah. Well, do you expect them in two packages? And I go, I mean, I guess they could have come in two packages. I don't know, right? He goes, okay. Because one of them's addressed to me. And I go, hmm, it's weird. He goes, does it say like senior or something? You guys have the same name. No, his name's Jose. So it comes oh. to Jose Batons. Batons. Oh, gotcha. Batons, right? So I go, let me go see what's going on. So I go on, and then it clicks when I see this giant box, <laughs> right? I go, oh, no. And I just said, that's mom's birthday present for you. And then he goes, oh. And so he just leaves it in the garage, right? My mom comes home. And my dad goes, oh, Betty. Well, we are sitting there. Does a, a giant box that to me, and uh, what is that for? And she goes, I don't know. <laughs> and he goes, oh, because it's addressed to me. Should I go open it? No, 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 don't open it. I don't know what it is. Who knows? Maybe, I don't know. Joey, did you buy your dad something under his name? And I go, no. <laughs> and then I, she goes, I go, Mom. I, I remember he's just so annoyed at the stupidity of this whole thing. He knows it's a birthday present for him. She can't think he's that stupid, right? And then I wasn't even thinking about this, even though it was a brilliant move on my part with me not thinking it was brilliant. They have an Alexa thing right next to them, and it was giving that yellow notification, and it was just okay. annoying me. So I said, Alexa, read my notifications. And it went, your, <laughs> your package has arrived. Blah, 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 speakers, for outdoor speakers, right? <laughs> So I go, well, and then I go, they're sitting right there. Mike, my my dad is one foot from the Alexa. They've clearly heard this, right? And I go, oh, well, it's clear. I go, so I now I'm texting my mom, and I text her. They were all sitting in the same room. And I go, yeah. you might as well tell him. Yeah. And he goes, why? Oh, and, my God. And then they kept playing this game. I'm not going to end this story. They kept playing this game where they didn't know. And then like my dad's like, I don't know what it is. And I go, so then yesterday he opened his gift and he was like, oh my God, look at the speakers. Oh my gosh, you guys. <laughs> it was so weird. I don't even know what to do. I was telling my brother about it. I go, I don't know. This is a crazy house. It really they, is. They act like they don't know what they're doing. And they're like, but it could be, well, because they have this, obs- remember, remember a year ago? I mean, we went this a year ago when they bought me my, um, my uh, AirPod or whatever for my birthday. Yeah. But they wanted me to make sure I got the right one. So I had to go pick them. And then I had, my dad distracted me and my mom bought them. Yeah. Uh, my sister texted me this week, um, and she agrees that you need to move out. You need to leave. <laughs> no, I ag- I agree with that. No, no, look, everyone, people say that, I'm all like, but you know and I know. Well, look, here's the deal. I was thinking about this because someone said that last week too about something. And you and I, and I know this, right? And ultimately, here's the deal, is if I were to move out, right, just the rent is so crazy, crazy, out of control, even in the shittiest part of LA right now, that there's no way, especially starting this business, that I could afford to live on my own, right? Yeah. So I'd have to spend an arm and a leg to have roommates. Right. Right? So if I'm going to have crazy, annoying roommates, there might be people I could yell at and pay nothing. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, it's just I have to wait till this business takes off and then I'm out of here. It's just maddening. It's and maddening. I've, I've it's been maddening. there too, and I know how it feels. Yeah, I, but I want to know: Do are, are there people who think we're equally crazy? What do you mean, you and I? Yeah, like if they lived with us. Like, do you think Richard and and whatever? What's the other one's name? Oh, Al, at my house, yeah. Alex. Do you think Richard and Alex are like? And then Mike 
he you can hear him dragging the body up the stairs. <laughs> you think be quieter, I buddy? think that I think that they might be like it just because I'm so introverted. Mm-hmm. So like, I'll uh, I can kind of pace my life around their life in a, such a way so that I can like almost never see them. But let me Do you know what I mean? Like, I gotta fill my coffee cup up one more time before mm-hmm. they start getting ready for the day, let and me, then I can like hibernate for a little bit. Let me ask you this question. Yeah. Do you think they would have preferred it, or they, 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 do you think they prefer it the way it is, or would they have preferred it if, if they were like a roommate with benefits kind of thing? No, 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 no. I don't think. I think that they're probably pretty satisfied. I mean, we're all in a holding pattern, like. Their family's growing, and I'm gonna be squeezed out of here. But I think okay. that they're really ha- like our routines fit together really nicely. You I pay what? rent on time. Yeah, you know, I'm you know, clean. I'm. Yeah. it's all good for them. Yeah, let me tell you this. It's exactly the same thing with what, like in other words, you could just even though it's not your parents, you could replace it with you in that uh, one could be like you know you have a pretty sweet deal there. You know, I've yeah. seen your room. It's like it, it's like yeah. this, people here bedroom. They, they but no, it's like it's like the size of a small apartment. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, a very yeah. big room, and you pay a very reasonable rent if I remember correctly, right? Way under market value. Yeah, yeah. and so it must be. And you're like, oh, I would love to, but God, this is so. Yeah, I just pay in other ways. Like to, this morning, I was down making coffee, and I had a three year old saying, "Like I have chocolate." And like teasing me that I don't have chocolate, but I like I get not angry, but I'm like, why am I even putting up with this? Like yeah. I don't care about you know what I mean. This, yeah. Um, so I pay in other ways, and I have a 67 year old saying I have chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, um, you ready? What's, uh, what you ready for? What? From the mountains to the sea to all of California, this is the Catching Up News Report. Did you remember we got this email about the music? No, it wasn't <laughs> about the music. It was about this. Oh, wait. I don't even have it on here. Not that music, but the woman. Hold on. I think she ha- she hated this. She hated this. I could barely hear it. Yeah, but remember she said it drove her crazy? So I'm not going to say her name because she didn't give us permission to, but I have to tell this story. Yeah. So uh, she started listening to last uh, week's Catching Up episode on her way home from work. Mm-hmm. Uh, she picked it up oh! on... Oh! Uh, yeah, she's talking about she this. She picked it up on the morning drive. I was talking about getting mugged. She's glad I'm okay, by the way. And she started hearing a scraping sound. She turned down the podcast to try to hear it better, and it went away. So she started to listen again, and it fired back up. Finally, she pulled over on the expressway because she thought something was dragging from her car. And (laughs) one of these bright yellow roadside assistance trucks pulls up to see if she's okay and kind of checks out her car with her. And Joey, a few minutes later, a police car pulled up with his lights on to make sure everything's okay. No problems. Everyone thanks everyone. They go back on their merry way. She puts on her airpods and starts listening to the podcast again and joey lo and behold there's the noise and it turns out that it's this weird scary music that you're playing so what would be great is if we get another email this week she goes i listened to the latest episode guys 
I heard it again, and I, I was like, gosh darn it. I think there's something in my car. Um, thank you for emailing uh, us, person. I don't, I don't know why I feel weird saying her name, but um, if you want to email us, you just go to catchinguppodcast.com, fill out the contact form there. And, yeah. All right, very good. What's your news story? Um, I only want to – I really just want to read the headline, but okay. um, here it is. A huge new organ is on its way to the Castro Theater to replace the theater's long-gone mighty Wurlitzer. Wurlitzer, the mighty Wurlitzer, yeah. So as San Francisco – so oh, as according to the San Francisco Weekly article, following the retirement of the busted former organ in 2015, mm-hmm. a grand new one – has been under construction at the facility in at a facility in Pennsylvania, and here's the thing: they're going to install it. It's going to be one of the largest of its kind, but like mm-hmm. of its kind is weird. Basically, it's like a hybrid electronic thing. Mm-hmm. It's not just a wind pipe organ. Mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like that's kind of cheating. Am I? Am I old man yells at cloud right now? Like. I don't know. It just doesn't feel like a real organ then. That's a computer. I see what you're – you know what? It's so funny. Usually I'd be like, no, nah, well, you can't tell the difference. We probably – to our trained, untrained ear, we probably couldn't tell the difference. But one of the theaters out here has uh, a big giant organ. And they mm-hmm. – that's the theater they, they show like silent movies in and whatnot, right? And there is something cool knowing that there's something old like that with the pipes and the bellows and the air going through it. I kind of really, really like that. And yeah. uh, I don't know why they they should actually – so they still have the piping and everything, but they're going to use a combination, you said. It's like hybrid, yeah. And I I am not smart enough to really know that this is the case, but I just feel like an electronic one, it would be like easier or – and it probably is actually requires more skill because you have to do both. But in my head, I just feel like you're not actually doing the whole thing that, like you used to. You would have to control everything. But this one has some. But you know, there could be one of these things. Because now I seem to remember now that with modern technology, they can still keep the bones of the air. But now, what was more difficult with a purely non-electric one? They can actually fix those problems. With it. so it's it's a I don't know which one this is, but like I think I remember correctly, uh, and I feel so for some reason John Arts, uh, listener of the show John Arts, who's in the chat room right now, can fill us in here. Um, but uh, I feel like there's like maybe there's a digital version that like it doesn't necessarily in it doesn't actually necessarily you maybe you know from the story, but it doesn't necessarily reproduce the sound, but it digitally now can move the bellows if that makes any sense. Mm-mm. Yeah, I guess I get that. This one they're calling it. Um, hold on, let me scroll a little. It's not a super long article, so it doesn't really go in depth. But it's called. It's the largest pipe digital hybrid organ in the world. Um, what that means is that in addition to all the pipes, the organ will have a digital sampling component, mm-hmm. and it'll be capable of a whole new range of sounds. I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. John Arts in the chat room says the pipe organ at Trinity Church in Manhattan was destroyed by 9-11. It was replaced with an electronic device. Sounds better than ever. Hmm. By the way, that's like, it, that sounds like a story I, you know. John Arts saw on like, CBS this morning. I would I would like to maybe hear it. We have I know the guy who plays a 
a big one up here, the Capanelli or something at Berkeley. I know um, a guy who has a big organ in the Bay Area too. Ha. Huh. Do you do you have any news stories, Joey? Wait, hold on. I'm trying to find this uh, Trinity Church uh, organ. Let's see how it sounds in New York City. Let's, let's, let's see. Trinity Church. And what to do after 9-11. Church, NYC, organ. Maybe like electronic or yeah, something. Yeah, let me see. This is six years ago. Okay, that would be after 9-11. It would be. All right, so let's go. Let me hear it. Let's hear it. It's an hour and 12. We're only going to play like maybe only an hour. <laughs> okay. I don't know why it's... T- we're just going to play half. Yeah, we'll, yeah we're, we'll, we'll talk in a little bit. Here we go. Okay. By the way, no one in the audience. No one can. No one like organ music, right? Did I walk to the organ? Good afternoon. Oh, no one cares. Here we go. I don't, <laughs> I don't think I hate organ music. Wait, I'm scared. Oh. Oh, my God. I don't know. I feel this is what people, the, the, your victims hear as they... Um, I don't know if I use the phrase better than ever. I... I feel like I don't know that this transfers in recording well. I bet you this is much prettier, like when you can feel it too. Yeah, when you can feel it in your balls and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like in because I'm I know the space there is, must be large, and so this is, this is a twenty-one second clip. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I don't know. If it gets, the organ. It's pretty in there. There's some pretty stuff. I this is better than like um, bagpipes. But it's still not my favorite. Hmm. I don't know. All right. Very good. Well, Michael, Mike Lawson, Michael Jackson's name to remain on L.A. school auditorium despite sex abuse claims. Now, you know what's so funny? Yeah. Is I had seen these headlines and it wasn't until I read this story, which actually explains so much that I didn't understand because I was like, why this school? Why it was so much? Inf- but I, I understand everything now. Okay. Okay. Tell me because so, I don't. I, yeah. I only know the headline. Yeah. So Gardner Elementary in Hollywood, Gardner Street Elementary School in Hollywood. By the way, I didn't mm-hmm. realize this. So when Michael Jackson was a kid, and his family moved to L.A., he went to Gardner Street Elementary School for one year, and in that year they had you know the Jackson Five exploded, and so that was the last year he ever actually went to public school or school, you know. And so mm-hmm. it's the last school he ever went to. In fact, even in the article, they have his class photo with him with the class and stuff like that. And uh, and so in in the in eighty nine, when Michael Jackson was you know the height of his popularity, they decided to change the name of their auditorium to Michael Jackson Auditorium. Okay, and I. Coincidentally, and they mentioned this in the article, Wade Robson, one of the people who was accused of, also, by coincidence, went to Gardner Street Elementary School. Weird. Yeah. So, so what happened, remember in the 90s he was accused of molesting kids? Well, after that, they covered up the name. They didn't officially remove it, but they covered up the name. And it was remained covered until he died in 2009. And then there was a big movement, so they removed the covering, and then it was proudly Michael Jackson Elementary School. Well, huh. now with this HBO documentary, there was talk of, well, maybe we should remove his name. You know, we, do we want this on there? But so what they did was they put it up to a school vote. And they didn't say by what margin, but the, the remain, the keep the, to keep the name uh, won in the vote. The kids voted? No, I believe it was the adults, the parents. Oh. The parents voted, and they voted to keep the name. Oh. 
And so I just want to know your thoughts on that. Oh, by the way, just so you know, FYI, Michael Jackson and I think there's one other person are the only people to ever have auditoriums named after them in LAUSD. And uh, typically pe- buildings are named after people for donating money. Michael Jackson, though he donated a lot of money to charity, never donated money to this school or LAUSD ever. Yeah. But like he gave, you know, the, the, the school benefits from yeah. the notoriety. I think that that's, a, you know, a donation in a weird way. Yeah. I don't know. I have weird feelings about this. Michael Jackson, actually, I struggle with a lot because I really kind of love the guy's music and also really kind of believe that he was up to no good for, you know, some of his private stuff or some of the stuff that was done in private. And I, I really struggle to kind of come to terms with that. And I think a lot of it, and we've talked about this before on the show, is just like it's this – he never served – he never like – he never received justice. And so my I want to kind of like, I don't know, provide that for those people. And so I don't want to like give my money to – and you know, I don't want to like him <laughs> even, mm-hmm. but, I, but I also do. Huh. What are like what do you think? Should the name remain? Well, I mean it's something I struggle with too. The name remain the, the name remaining, I think just keep the name. Mm-hmm. I think I've made this opinion before. Is I feel we should just destroy uh the who Michael Jackson was as a person, uh, and then just sort of build up who we want Michael Jackson to be. Does that make sure. sense? Like, in yeah. other words, like I think I don't know if I made this Johnny example. Appleseed or Paul oh, yeah, Johnny Appleseed's a great one. Um, Helen Keller is one that I always talk about too. Uh, in that, uh, uh, you know, it, she's a good example. In that, um, you know, we only. In fact, my just my the other day I asked my niece, "Who is a woman that you look up to?" And she said, "Helen Keller." You know, hmm. and I remember reading this book about how the story of Helen Keller only goes up till she was like 14. And then you, you think, oh, she, <laughs> then she just lived happily ever after. She, meanwhile, she lived to be like 80, you know, and, but we don't know, and, and we, we know stuff, but it's never talked about what she did after 14. And one of the things is she was like a radical communist, you know, she, mm-hmm. who promoted the violent overthrow of the U.S. government. Okay. And, um, you can have your own opinions about that, but it's something that's never talked about. It's like the history books have sort of shoved that aside in favor of what is inspiring about Helen Keller's story, you yeah. know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, like you were saying about Johnny Appleseed, you know, I think what you're talking about, maybe there's something about his personal life, but that he was trying to, like, make alcohol. These weren't apples for eating. They were apples for, like, making, like, cider. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. And, well, I, I yes. But also, I'm thinking like a Paul Revere, or even I mean, in a weird way, like MLK. Like, yeah, we just don't focus on kind of that stuff. But like, I don't know, Michael Jackson. It feels fresher than something I can ignore. I see what you're. You know saying. what I mean? Like the victims yeah. are still around, and I still think that his estate should make them whole financially. Yeah. You know, but in terms of who he was, I don't know why we can't just destroy that and rebuild him into the image he trapped. It's so funny because, you know, once you die and you're a celebrity, you just become frozen in whatever you look your best. And, you know, like you never really see old, frail, fat Elizabeth Taylor anymore. She's always young, you know, yeah, same yeah. thing with 
Fat Pig, Marlon Brando. It's always, you know, the Rebel Without a Cause, you know, the Godfather. And same thing with Michael Jackson. I didn't realize it until recently when these stories were coming out and they would show pictures of him from when he, when he, close to when he died. And I'd be like, oh my God. <laughs> I was like, I forgot that he, what he looked like. Right. In my head, he always looked like 1989 Michael Jackson, just older. And I forgot yeah. that he looked like a scary monster, you know? And so why, if we've done that with his image, his physical image, why can't we do that with his past and just kind of quietly make them whole? I don't know, because it's not like the songs themselves were purporting like he wasn't like, well, I guess there is that song, Pretty Young Thing. I guess we could analyze the song Pretty Young Thing no, to death. No, no. Um, I, I really think this was like a weird or not weird. Um, that's not the word I meant to use, but it, I mean, it is weird. This was like a private part of him. I don't think. I would read into any of his music that way. Mm-hmm. I, but you know, this is kind of what we do. A lot of us do with like our dead parents and our dead family members, or you know, we we do the same thing where we, you know, kind of make them into heroes or yeah, kind of just I don't know. I feel in a weird way as an atheist. That's I mean, this is kind of like getting to the root of what I think heaven and hell really is. Is like you live eternally. Um, it's just kind of where you live and it's in the happy thoughts of people or it's in their kind of like resentment or that. I, I think that's kind of what I think heaven and hell is. Mm-hmm. Well, we just got deep. Yeah, we sure did. <laughs> what other crazy story do you have for us, Mike Lawson? That's really it. I don't have anything else. <laughs> okay. So I saw in the chat room, I think is he still there. Oh, yeah, he's still there. My pal from Germany, right? Carlo, yeah. right? So we talk about once a week, right? We just catch up and, um, uh, you know. We, it's your dry run for this show. It's kind of my dry run for the show. And actually, it's <laughs> one of these cases where one something that happened with me and Carlo, I was like, well, you just got to see a, a catching up story happen uh, in real life, you know? Yeah. And mm-hmm. so, um, okay. So here we go. Let me play some music for this because it is my f- German friend Carlo. Uh, uh, okay. Let's see how this sounds. What is this? No, I want something like, like, I want something like really German. Oh, here we go. Okay. So I'm talking to Carlo, right? And we're just shooting the shit and I'm running errands. So I stopped to get gas, right? And then, um, I put the gas but I'm talking to her at the same time. My, I, my phone is against my ear, okay? And I'm putting the gas in, so I put the gas, I'm just not really paying attention, and I leave, okay? Then I go across the street to Coffee Bean, okay, to get a coffee. Yeah. Okay? And so it's one of those drive through coffee beans. Okay, I've never seen a drive through oh, coffee yeah. bean. Oh, yeah, this has a drive through coffee bean. Okay. And so I am in the drive through and I get up there, and um, the woman says it'll be like, you know, Two ninety two or whatever it is for the cup of coffee, right? Mm-hmm. And by this point, I'm, I'm so confused. I have, I think I'm hung up on Carla by this point. Like, I don't know what's going on. And so I reach Wait, confused my, by what? <laughs> I'm just like, I can't do, I I can't multitask if you know this. Okay. Right? So I'm like, let me call you back and my coffee bean. So then I reach in my pocket. My, my wallet isn't there. Oh, no. Luckily, though, luckily, I had my debit card. Right? Okay, so yeah. So I... I I give the woman my debit card. She rings me. I get the coffee, and I'm like, "Oh my god! I left my wallet 
at the gas station. Yeah, right? yeah. But, but the way, even though it's across the street, it's one of these places like the way back to the gas station, I have to go up the street, uh-huh. make a U turn because of a, a center island, right? So the yeah. whole time, I'm like, oh my god, I hope no one took my. Oh my god! And I was thinking about all the shit I'm going to do if my wallet is gone. You know? Yeah. And I get to the gas station. I go to my gas pump. There's no one there. Mike, the wallet is nowhere to be found. But my gym bag is there. <laughs> my gym bag was there, and uh, then somebody threw. Then someone drove by and threw out my keys. <laughs> right? No. Did I, you go inside then? I was about to go inside, and then I look in the street for whatever reason. What? And in the middle of the street, I see my wallet, and traffic is coming. <laughs> and they run uh, runs over the wall and it's like choom, choom, oh, no. choom. Yeah. it's just being beaten up flown all over the place right did you maybe leave it on like the top of your car or i something? left it on the top of my car i think and then i, I drove out to go to coffee bean uh, yeah yeah so the traffic goes by then there's nobody and i run to the street and i i don't have my wallet with me right here i grab my wallet i run back Luckily, all the cards were still inside. My wallet is fucking beaten up, right? Cool. Yeah. But I looked at my cards. I'm like, I'm going to have to replace them anyway. But luckily, I had my main debit card with me. And the actually, my other main debit card wasn't affected. But, like, mm-hmm. minor debit cards, like Afterthought Media's debit card, another company card, uh, a bunch of, like, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, it looks like someone took scissors and almost cut through them. Yeah, yeah. I get that, like the pressure kind of like maybe that's up. what it was. Yeah, the pressure split it or something like that. So oh, I didn't even look at my driver's license. Shit. Yeah, that's an important one. You, your driver's license and like the other cards you can replace. Yeah. Um, as long as you have like money. Um, being so, without a card is really difficult. Well, thank God, that's why. Thank God, in a weird kind of way, I had my debit card on me. And again, like strangely, it's only one side got affected. So all the wallets on the other side, where I keep like my, my oh, uh-huh. medical record card, all those important ones. I guess I, I didn't realize I have an important side. They were yeah. fine. Good. But it was like the ones that I don't use that much. I got it. It's just annoying. So uh, I made a purchase online uh, the other day, and I did it via memory. Like, I have my debit card's number, CVV code, mm-hmm. expiration date memorized. Yeah. And I, like, I was really, like, satisfied and proud, but also mm-hmm. the opposite of that. Because, like, the the thing that saved me from a lot of really impulsive purchases was that I don't want to get up. Yeah. And so now I don't have to get up. Well, I remember the debit card before this last one had a really easy number to remember. Yeah. Um, this one I'll hate when I lose this one because the CVC code is so easy. It is like the easiest one ever. It might as well be zero zero zero. Yeah. Line. And I'm just like, oh, so I hope I never lose this one because it's so great. <laughs> okay, Mike Lawson, what do you have going on next week? Um, just normal stuff. Um, oh, I went to the batting cages today. We didn't. Oh yeah, what was that all about? Uh, I just wanted to go, so me and a friend went. Oh, I thought this was like a um, like a charity thing you had to do. Wait a minute. So no. then why would you schedule the batting cages for catching up time? Well, no, so here's the – you're right. And it just – it really – the chips fell in a really weird way, and I kind of felt obligated to do it at the time. Mm-hmm. 
that basically I committed to it and then scheduling it became impossible. And so if we didn't do it this morning, it was like it couldn't be done. And she had this like gift card that she was given because she wanted to go to the batting cages with me. And it just was, I was cornered. Uh So we went and it was fine. And so we're recording a little bit later than normal. Sorry, Joey and everyone listening. Um, Did you get your frustration out in the bats and the balls? Yeah, it was fun. Um, so this week I got um, nothing. <laughs> Joey, my life is. Re- and I so feel I'm your life money. isn't boring, but like no. that there's stuff that you don't realize is interesting. I'm so I'm saving money. Yeah, and so like right now, literally all I do, I go to work, I go to the gym, and I'm very happy with that. Mm-hmm. But it, I mean, it's not leading to a lot of like stories to tell mm-hmm. because like. I'm I'm really in a routine that's like good and I'm satisfied and happy, but I don't know. <laughs> so I'm gonna go to the gym. I'm working on my mile. <laughs> that's my life. I feel bad. Yeah. I entered this competition with Lori Rodkamp. In fact, I just realized again I just did it for a second day in a row, where it's based on our Apple Watch, and I don't know why. Yesterday and today, I've forgotten to put my Apple Watch on. I just realized right now, I was going to say, like, oh, last yesterday I forgot to put my Apple Watch on. And then I realized right now, I forgot to put my – Lori called me yesterday. She, she goes – it was, like, 3 in the afternoon. And I was like, yes. And she goes, oh, good, you're alive. I was worried about you. And I go, why? And she goes, because I looked at my Apple Watch and said you had burned zero calories. <laughs> and I went, oh, my God, I forgot to put my Apple Watch on. And same thing today. I just realized I forgot to put it on, too. Oh, so you can share data like that. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah, yeah. In fact, I'm in a competition. She's going to clearly win this week. Yeah, that's cool. They, I mean, Fitbit used to do that, and I remember it being a little motivating and then a little bit kind of like un- unmotivating. Oh, like, oh, I know what you mean, like nagging? Yeah, well, like some weeks when I'm like, oh, I'm certainly not going to win this week. Mm-hmm. And then like I would almost be like, I don't even want to wear it this week then. Mm-hmm. Or, you know what I mean? Like it pushed me away. I remember at mm-hmm. At some points. Um, so. I should also tell you, Joey. Yeah. I have now, I've replaced everything that was stolen from me. Oh, yeah, you uh, got your I, new phone. I got my new phone. I got, um, the only thing that, like, I had a pair of eyeglasses in there that I'm not going to replace. Oh, they were kind of like my extras. Just like a, a good pair, too. Pissed about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, like everything's replaced. Um, I even got like cologne that they stole. Got a new one. Mm, so wow. there you go. Um, what else? What's going on with you? Did you tell me everything? Did well, you tell I'm me? really. I'm, I think I want to try and see John Paul today. We'll see if it happens. But I am so excited for this episode of Game of Thrones tonight with the Battle oh, of Winterfell. Yeah. So excited! Like, I don't. My friend Adam Vaught and I we talk about it immediately after we watch the show, and yeah. um, we have a little bet about who's going, like who's going to die. Like huh. we've named the characters we think are likely to die, and we have like a little bingo card set up. It's Iron Man. What? I don't know what you're talking I'm just about. Joking. I'm talking about. Oh, yeah, um, it's a joke because you're not supposed to talk about who's dying on this other Avengers. Avengers you're talking about Avengers. Yeah. Is that true that people are going to be mad at me? I need to bleep out. No, no, no. I, I don't know. I oh. don't know anything. I just know that that was total. That was a. Oh, okay. Yeah. People might be getting really angry. <laughs> right I, for all I know, I seriously have no idea. <laughs> I don't even know. You know you, it's so funny that you say this. So last week. Oh, did we talk about. Oh, we have two things to talk about. Maybe, 
Uh, we'll see. The, I'll, say, I'll tell this one right now. I'll tell the other one after breakfast. Okay. Evil John texted me during the week. <laughs> now, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I know which one you're laughing at. I'm saving that one for after breakfast. Okay. So if you're not going to join us for the after breakfast tea, you're really missing out. Yeah. Just so you know. So, <laughs> um, but he texted me. He goes, it's like Thursday at 5 p.m. He goes, what are you doing at 7? And I go, oh, sorry, man. So it's a work night because RuPaul's Drag Race. And he goes, oh, he's like, we have an extra ticket to Avengers. And I was like, oh, God, thank God. I'm mean, thinking I couldn't go. Yeah. I go, what, what? I go, well, why didn't, I, there was something I said, like, well, why don't you just tell John Paul this? And he goes, like, we're not talking. So imagine me going to see Avengers with him and John Paul and, you know, evil John's like, tell John Paul that I want popcorn. And then John Paul's like, tell Evil John if he wants popcorn, he can just ask me himself. And I'm just in the middle of the two of them. Yeah. Ugh, be a nightmare. Your life is like an I Love Lucy episode. It really is. Which, <laughs> which I mean, For those of you who want to know, it's not fun to live in an I Love Lucy episode. <laughs> um, okay, Mike Lawson. Well, uh, I guess we'll, we'll just call it there. Let's call it there. All right. Oh, it was, not, <laughs> it was nice catching up with you, Joey. Go to hell, Mike. for listening to another episode of Catching Up. Contact Mike and Joe and listen to all of their old episodes at catchinguppodcast.com. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash podcast and on Twitter at podcast. Follow Mike Lawson on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. Mike Lawson and follow Joe Batance on Twitter and Instagram at Joe Batance. The theme song was written and performed by Rich Green, and the closing music was arranged and performed by Alex Lefebvre. I'm your Auntie Vera Charles saying farewell until the next time Mike and Joe call one another and catch up. It's what they do every single week. Without fail, they never miss a week.